1: Welcome back to Hour 2 on a Wednesday. Steve Sipple, Jake Sorensen, early break. Fun show so far. you got the podcast at ticketfm.com. You can always watch and comment on Facebook, Twitch, YouTube, and Twitter. Call or text 402-464-5685. Again, our show is sponsored by Gain and Trucking. Thanks to Bill Bender of the Sporting News for joining us in the first hour. Enjoyed that yeah, that conversation on the playoff and the portal. Matt Rule, Luke Fickle
0: all of the above there's a lot going on out there I'll, I'll give you a, a random I'll give you a random piece of information please give me something random remember JT Daniels I sure do quarterback yes highly recruited went to Georgia two seasons at Georgia two seasons at USC one season at West Virginia and now he's at rice <laughs> Wow now that's quite a fall from Georgia
1: to USC to West Virginia to Rice. Four schools.
0: Four schools. How about that? Notre Dame. Is Notre Dame's situation sort of interesting? I don't know what. I, I, I'll describe it to you this way. Okay, so th- they had a sophomore at Notre Dame, Tyler Butchner. He won the starting job out of camp, but missed most of the season with an injury. So, Drew Pine started Yes, most of the season for the Irish, mm-hmm. but he left for Arizona State. He sure did. Pine is gone. So, I'm reading this story on CBSSportsLine.com last night, and I got a chuckle out of this. Um, just, just a chuckle about how the transfer portal affects everything. So they have a couple backups, young guys, Steve Angeli and Ron Paulus, Ron Paulus Jr. Mm -hmm. Ron Paulus' dad played back in the day. Um, It says something funny. Okay, so they're getting Sam Hartman from Wake Forest. So it says getting Sam Hartman allows Tyler Butchner and the other underclassmen an opportunity to develop and grow in the offense before they are needed for prime time. Next paragraph. But perhaps more importantly, Hartman would provide a stopgap, befo- a stopgap before Notre Dame adds blue chip quarterback CJ Carr. So never mind Butchner, never mind Angely, <laughs> and never mind Polis. They are having a five star blue chipper come in. And by the way, if I'm an if I'm a person, I'm watching those Notre Dame quarterbacks because I bet you Butchner and Angely and Polis are headed into the portal at some point watch him that's what that's what a, when i when i proposed the other day that you have somebody on the staff that's solely devoted to studying the portal and under, and understanding who's going to come open that's the sort of thing right there look at notre dame's i would say i'd spend a couple hours on notre dame huh look at these guys they got a log jam hartman's going there Hartman's going there. They have these other guys on the roster. Butchner started the season. He was going to be their guy. Um, he's out. Um, and then they're bringing in CJ Carr. They're going to have three, two or three guys going in the portal. Take a look at him. Take a look at him.
1: right? Yes. That's so funny. I saw a text that I didn't see during the last segment regarding – the question was, what, what was the worst take that you and I had? Oh, boy. Um, this is from an unnamed texture. He said, "Sips bad take, tick up all the storage on my phone." Was <laughs> <laughs> oh, that funny? Yeah, you think that's funny? Yeah, pretty good. That's yeah, pretty good. <laughs> the pass rush one is definitely yeah. That was, that was that was rough.
0: Yeah, it was. But you had.
1: St- right. I was hesitant. I said, I, I said, I'm optimistic, but I'm not going all in like you are. I went all in. You did. You drank all the Kool Aid. You left uh, You left no right. Kool Aid for anybody else in the pass rush. You drank all of it. Guzzled it. Yeah, I think I was guaranteeing strong pass You said guarantee. I guarantee Nebraska has a strong pass rush this year. You said those words on these airwaves. I did. And uh, we're all allowed to be wrong, so it's fine. All right, 464-5685, call or text as always. So you wrote about Matt Rule. So Matt Rule again spoke last Wednesday on the early national signing day when Nebraska brought it a pretty good haul. They got some nice po- transfers. They got some nice gets that day. Uh, that they stole away from other schools. But you wrote that he's bringing a healthy mindset to college football in a sport that seems unhealthy. How how far can this take him at Nebraska in the Big Ten Conference? And, and you wrote that his approach to NIL and the transfer portal uh, and his brutal honesty yeah. is refreshing and helps you know that he's kind of real, not
0: really a phony in all of this. Well, I mean, he's he, he speaks in very blunt terms about it. For instance, the tampering element where coaches are blatantly going on to other I mean going into other programs and recruiting guys off their roster if you don't think it's happening I will read you these quotes from Jake Dickert yes the Jake,
1: Washington State head coach
0: yeah now now we, we, we predicted this stuff was going to happen on this show and a lot of people pushed back and said oh you guys are alarmists." Well, here we are now at the end of the season, and here's what Washington coach Jake Dickert had to say. And by the way, I don't have the quotes from from our friend Jimbo Fisher, but Jimbo was even harsher yep, on this. Yep, yep. Jimbo went all in on that college football is getting ruined. Jimbo Fisher said the words college football is being ruined. I'll find the quote for you. Okay, here's what Jake Dickert said. There's more tampering. This is the Washington State head coach, Jake. Yep. He said there's, there's more tampering going on than you could ever imagine. Okay, he told reporters. We've had guys contact our players' parents. We had a coach from another school contact one of our players and offer him NIL. A coach, he said. So there's more things going on behind the scenes than you can even imagine. You can't even imagine the things that are happening right now to try to pry our players away from this place. It's stunning, he said. It's amazing, he said. It's the new thing that I guess comes with this portal transformation. But it's not right. And who's going to regulate it? Who's regulating this stuff? It's not being regulated. This is simple talking now.
1: I got Jimbo's audio if you want me to read this. Hit it. Okay, here's Jimbo Fisher the other day regarding – the it transfer portal and NIL issues in college football. Throughout the year, but I mean,
2: overall, did you ever uh, picture things going this way as far as transfer portals, NIL, things like that? You mean in college football? Career? Yes, sir. I knew
1: eventually pay for play. I didn't know if it was NIL like it came about. And the, like I say, the, the problem with all of it is there's no consistency in rules. And then when you get into the portal, there's so much tampering going on. It's, it's utterly ridiculous. I mean, it's a joke. It's an absolute joke and's ruining college football. And like I heard, I was coach at UTSA the other day. I think he was. I mean, those guys there, and all of a sudden, everybody's robbing their players and taking their. I mean, he's using them. I mean, that level of players at that. At, I mean, we. This is not good for college football as far as how it's done. I'm not saying being able to transfer is not bad. I'm not saying paying players is not bad. But the current rules and status of how it's done, and the way it's done, is ridiculous. I mean, but it is here. So everybody's got the same issues. Everybody's got the same problems, and you know, the ones that keep pushing the rules and breaking them will. Get rewarded, and the other ones, are, you've got to keep fight, scratching, and clawing to do things the right way, but you can do it that way and win. Always have. Do, do we think Jimbo's doing it the right way in a and do I don't know. think he's not I, doing I just, some of these things well, as well? well? I
0: just always wonder what the proponents, what the proponents are saying. What are they saying? The people who push back on us when we said it was a joke, when it was coming out and we said it was a joke, and we, got, we heard from people on the text line that, that said, oh, you guys, stop. With the negativity, what 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 do they saying now?
1: Well, I I mean selfishly, I think the ones at Nebraska think it's good because their chance to get back into the equation here and say we we can get from. No, but, but
0: wh- wh- how's it helping college football?
1: If I had to speak for that group of people that thinks it's good, it's it's the fact. Hey, when you're 18 years old and you're making a decision, you know you're not always thinking of it four years down the road. Maybe you got stuck in a spot that you don't want to be in and you should have one time to transfer out and play. That's their take on it. And I, and I there's parts that I that I respect because sometimes you make a bad decision when you go to a school sure. and you get stuck there and you, and you you don't you didn't have the best experience you could have had in college. But if you're transferring four times or three times, that's a you problem. <laughs> that's a you problem. Yeah. One time, okay, maybe that's a, a program issue and I understand. But if you if you're going to be like JT Daniels for what you said and transfer four, you know, three different times. Four Georgia times. well, we started at Georgia three yeah. times. Georgia, USC, West Virginia, Rice. That is a U problem. And that's like not good for college football.
0: This is what Rule said. I'm only coaching Rule, Matt. I'm only coaching college football because I love this age group and I want to feel like I'm doing something in players' lives. And our staff is doing something in their lives. But he said this, Rule. I can't start off that relationship by saying, hey, I want to help you be the best man you can be, but let me go tamper with someone else's roster and start it off by cheating, which, Rule said, is happening everywhere right now. He said, it's saddening to me. You hear a lot of coaches say that. The other thing that he said that really struck me, he, and this is, this is about NIL. And he, by the way, he did say he's thrilled with the NIL setup, At the NIL setup, the name, image, and likeness setup for Nebraska student-athletes. He did say, though, there's a the potential for divisiveness in collegiate locker rooms. And he also he pointed out that a lot of student-athletes have major challenges in their lives which are exacerbated by the times. This is what he said. This was a very damning quote about the – The evils, I'll call them the evils of NIL. This age group of kids, he said, in today's society, especially after COVID, you look at mental health issues and all these things, anxiety, depression. He said, it's skyrocketing, Rule said. He said, now, this is Matt Rule, you throw in guys going to other schools and hearing, hey, if you don't play well, your money goes down. We're just going to ruin kids," Rule said. Again, I asked the people mm. who pushed this down our throats, "What do you say to that? What do you say to that? When you hear Nebraska's head coach, I'm not going to name names of people, but I remember people. I take receipts too of people <laughs> of people who hammered us for our takes on NIL because we were very opposed we, to
1: you it. You and I were both opposed to it. What do
0: you? What do you? What do you push back with when you hear Nebraska's head coach say we're ruining kids? What's your pushback? Mr. pay the players? What is? I want to hear it. You know what? They won't push back cuz they don't care. They just they don't care. They they act like they care about the players. They don't care about the players. They don't they don't give a damn. They don't. They act like they do they don't. Mhm. 'Cause if they do they wouldn't they would have they would have thought about this stuff before they rammed it down our throat.
1: They don't think of the negative ramifications, think of all the, the positives of it and nothing else that there's going to be negatives. Where we looked morally at there's This is there, not nice us talking. I I know but when we looked at NAL we saw okay maybe there were some positives. There but there's are way more
0: negatives, right? Yeah, there are positives. We are not denying
1: there's, there's positives of NAL. We never are positives we never,
0: when people are shoving money in your pocket. We yeah, nev- We
1: never said there's not positives. We we thought there was more negatives and
0: positives that would outweigh that in terms of why you should not I'm I'm, I'm open 464 four, I'm open. I mean, you heard so we heard Jake Dickert saying it's stunning, it's amazing, it's sad. We heard Matt Rule say it's sad. We heard we heard Jimbo say it's ruining college football. We've got some phone calls. You can hear us. You're
1: on early break. Who do we have here? Go ahead.
2: Hey, guys. This is Matthew and Hickman. I appreciate everything um, that you guys do for the community. I, I remember a couple years back. I remember you guys saying, "Hey, once you guys, once we open up this door, as the adults in the room, I remember, I remember it vividly. As the adults in the room, once we open up this door, it's going to be the Wild Wild West, and that's exactly what this has turned into. And I, I blame, I don't blame it, but it is true. I mean, we're in this world right now where we want things right now, right and now. as as the adults, we cannot blame the kids. Think about it like this: their dreams, their aspirations. Some of these kids are coming from." places where they, they've had to sleep in their car at night. And then all of a sudden we're handing, don't, I don't know enough about NIL, I don't think anybody does, but here's the thing. You're handing a, a 19, 20, or let's, let's use Casey, a 23, 24-year-old, $500,000. Mm-hmm. Let's hope and let's pray. As the adults in the room, we're giving them courses and classes on how to use that money because five hundred thousand to people like you and I—that's five hundred million in some cases, if you really think about it. Mm-hmm. And here's a kid that comes from nothing, with a mom from nothing, single ha- single family home at times. Mm-hmm. Here, here, mom, here, lady, we're gonna take care of your kid. But here's five hundred thousand dollars with no education behind it on how to use that money. Yeah, that's worst case scenario. I hope I'm wrong, Steven or Jacob. If I'm wrong,
0: I love oh, you guys. Appreciate it. Lo- lo- yeah, thank you, Matthew. You too. appreciate the phone call. <laughs> no, I. I think, scenar- I think that's a real scenario. I think that's a real mean, scenario. I don't think that's the I don't think that's the situation with Casey. I mean, Casey's is from an educated background. Casey is from an educated background. Um, but, yeah, that's a scenario that could play out. And it's not – I don't think it's that. I don't <sighs> – NIL is complicated. I think some people have this image that people are being players or being handed cash. It's not quite that simple. Um, they have – there's things that they have to do in order to be paid, generally. There's contracts. They, they, they enter into agreements um, in which they have to make appearances or they have to do something, right, um, in order to garner this money. See, this this text coming in is one that
1: is... What? It's a good idea, but it's almost naive to me a little bit. What? Because uh texter says there needs to be an NIL cap. Good luck. How do you cap it? Well, you, can, you, can I, I cap, you can cap what's reported, uh-huh. but what about the stuff under the table? I know, I know that, that right. for years before NIL there's been stuff under the table. I get that. But yeah. that's why nothing's going to change here. You can Absolutely. cap what is reported
0: in terms of what you're giving someone. I'll be honest. I don't have as many reservations about NIL as I do about tampering. Now, they go hand in hand, obviously, right? Yes. But the tampering thing was my biggest concern going in, and it's more of a concern now the ability to poach off other people's rosters. It's really unseemly, but you almost have to do it. And as these guys, not Sippin' Jake, as Matt Rule, Jake Dick, or Jimbo Fisher say, it's rampant. Coaches are calling other players from other rosters and say, "Hey, what do you, you know, let's do this." How's that healthy?
1: That's why you have to keep recruiting your roster, which is ridiculous, right? right? You got right. to keep every day. You got to keep your own guys. You you're trying to get more players that are already in the portal. Now you're not tampering their roster, but they're in the portal. Get high school kids, JUCO kids, and then your own roster. That's kind of why you need a GM. But Matt Rule's bringing it in and Sean Patton.
0: Well, yeah. But the, the bottom line is you're right. And I don't know what exactly. If someone comes after, I always use A.J. Allen. A.J. Allen's always the one that pops to my mind, the Nebraska running back. Because I, I saw a running back that could be really good at this school. AJ Allen but he also could be really good at Alabama yep and he's um, still here right now or LSU he's still in Nebraska yeah, I'm, I'm a little surprised that he didn't get poached well it's but, but Michigan came and got Hausman they did I they mean, saw him
1: play in their own field right. and said that guy's pretty good he right. should be here right one more phone call before we get to break if you can hear us you're on the on early break Who do we have here go ahead good morning guys this is John hey John.
0: John how are you
3: I'm good. Hey, Merry Christmas, Happy New Year to both of you.
0: Well, well thank you, John. Same to you, John. Yeah, thank you, John.
3: Thank you. Hey, I um, nil is here to stay because the Supreme Court said so, and so I think there's going to have some of this is going to have to play out in the courts. Um, but Sip, I totally agree with the tampering thing. I think um, the NCAA or some re- regulating body has has to do something about that. Um, what do you do?
1: Yep, but wow. I do,
3: but I do think, I do think some of this is going to play out in the courts. I think it's going to, I think, and I also think there's going to be a major Title IX lawsuit eventually, um, like that or not like it. Um, and so it's it's just going to take some time. But yeah, what we're seeing right now is really the ugly part of it. Mm-hmm. But I think in the end it could. It could be a good thing, but there's got to be some regulation
0: to it. All right, John, thanks for the call. That's the issue is the regulation, which we said would be an issue all along. The NCAA was ill-equipped to handle this. The NCAA erred in letting it go for years without addressing it. And then, and then Gavin Newsom, of course, and California and other states came in and rammed it down our throats. Rammed it down college football's throats. Gavin Newsom doesn't give a damn what happens in college football, mm-hmm. but he was thumping his chest. Um, he, yeah, he got after this. State, other states followed suit, and here we are. And, and the NCAA was powerless to do anything about it. Yep, uh,
1: not very fun. NIL tampering. Maybe some people like it. I, I'm sure. Uh, who does? I don't like it. Really, who does? It's unfortunate. When we come back, hey. It's a new Europe new year coming up next week and fitness is important for you. Jeff Essing from Farrells and I believe Mark Onweiler will be here as well to tell us about Farrells and the next ten week challenge on early break in the ticket.